Hi, how you Look, doing, man? I want to start there. You good? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I don't know. Do you, you know about uh, stuff that was going on like the last week? Yeah, man. You had, yeah, you had a crazy week, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, no, I'm, I'm good now. It's, uh, yeah, it was that whole thing with my mom passing was, uh, was nuts. Uh, right. But I, I think I'm going to actually do a, um, like a, a 30 minute special just on the whole thing, you know? Yeah, oh, I, the jokes that you were putting <laughs> during the week, I was like, ah, do I laugh? Yeah. Do, yeah. I, <laughs> do I, like, I want to comment, you know, a smiley face and a crying face. I, I didn't know what to do. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, it's uh, like, I mean, and there's so much stuff, like, even stuff that I didn't. I, I didn't put out there, but that it's still, I mean, it's still funny. I mean, it, uh, uncomfortable situations are funny, I think, right. in life in, in general. And uh, like I was, when she passed, I was, I was holding her hand and like, she's laying here, I'm holding her hand. My, my sister's here and my niece is here. And you know, like in the movies, when somebody passes where it's like, you know, they, they die of old age or natural causes, or whatever. It's always like some beautiful thing where they're like, don't forget, I'll always, I'll yeah. always remember <laughs> you. Yeah. And then they, and then their eyes slowly close, and then they're just like, you know. And it's like, man, my mom was like, her right eye had been, it, it was like always closed, and then this one was just See, open a little bit. You don't want to laugh. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you should laugh. It, I mean, but so I, she's like, you know, for twelve hours she was doing that rhythmic breathing where she's like, right. uh, and then it stopped, and so then we look at her. And this eye right here just starts rolling into the back of her head. That is insane. And dude, I froze. I was holding her hand and I was just like, <laughs> and my sister and my niece, who, you know, they love her, but as soon as they saw it, they just go, but thank you for asking. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm good. I had my, I had my, my, my cries and I had, uh, you know, and like, uh, I'm, I'm good, you know, it's, uh, good, and the family's man. good. And everything and uh yeah it's it's a crazy time but uh thank you for asking cool man <laughs> well, i think that's a great segue into what we wanted to talk about today yeah. um obviously we're back into the the peak of another racial tension police brutality hill and i always like to turn to comics because i feel like <laughs> they have some of the best perspectives on situations especially ones like you said uncomfortable situations oh, and yeah. it yeah. brings a different point of view that us normal people would never think of mm. so i know for you how how do you navigate during this time as far as content being a white stand-up community yeah yeah uh it's it's man it's it's a great question and uh <laughs> it's interesting because um it's uh there's so many things that go through my mind um, as I'm posting stuff. Not, it's not even, uh, it's not if I'm posting something about Black Lives Matter or if I'm posting um, like, or I do a post, it's, it's never anything that I'm second guessing on the, I guess you could say the political part or, or for the cause or for the protest. Right. I never like, I'm like, oh, should I post this? It's always like a comedy thing. Right. Cause I you know, um, like when, when this was all going, I mean, it's still going on, but like when it, uh, when it was like, you know, first starting and, and, uh, I, I'm like, you know, it, it, is, is it right to post something funny, you know? And then, right. um, yeah. and then also I, I think like, should my funny be geared towards 
Black Lives Matter or should it? Right. Should yes. it <laughs> well, no, no, I, I don't mean the side. I mean more just like, should I have a, a like, a, like a, today I did a video on, on my stupid haircut thing, right? Uh, my, <laughs> my faded thing. So like, I would be thinking like, okay, should I do something, you know, like uh, where I, I'm putting in a message related to Black Lives Matter, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, or is just the funny is the funny. And then th- this is, you know, if I'm posting something about the protests, then that's its own thing. Um, yeah, and then, and then you post it and then you're, you know, then you'll have times when you're, you're like, uh, you're, you're almost like, okay, what's the, is there going to be backlash on this? Are people, yeah. gonna be, <laughs> I don't right. can we swear on this or not? I'll make sure I don't swear. Oh, I, just yeah. uh, I mean, if you do, you do, you know. I won't, I won't. It comes out. No, no, I'll, I'll be good. Uh, no, but you'll, you, you're, you wonder if um, there's going to be backlash, like, you know, uh, like, oh, you, you know, you, it's, it's, is it enough? Are you doing enough? You, right. you, there's all these things that are going through your the head. Cancel culture at all it's, time yeah. high. Like, yeah. <laughs> and looking for people. <laughs> you can make a typo and be canceled today. Oh, like. <laughs> seriously. Uh, right. <laughs> And so I like I uh, as an example, I have a joke that I did. I wrote after the Trayvon Martin uh, thing where um, it's a it's a commentary like the, the whole gist of the joke is that um, white people do all these extreme sports because we don't have enough fear in our day to day lives. Right. And uh, and th- that all came about from the, the Trayvon Martin thing. And I said in a video with all deaf at one time, I was talking about extreme sports and I was like, being black in America is extreme enough. Right. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and then I I worked it into this Trayvon Martin commentary. But sometimes you wonder if people are going to even get that, right. you know? Yeah. Like uh, like the the punchline was uh, I, I was like you know you you ask a you ask a black dude be like hey you want to go bungee jump and he'll be like nah I think I'll just try and walk to the store and not get shot you know right <laughs> maybe maybe wear a hoodie I'm a real adrenaline junkie right. you know right um. And, you know, so then you, you wonder if, if people will get that or if they miss it. And are they going to be like, oh, you're making jokes about a black man yeah. being or a black kid <laughs> take it being the wrong way, yeah. yeah, they'll take it the wrong way, yeah. So I 100% am, like, overthinking everything and, and am I doing enough? Uh, what more can I be doing, you know? And, right. and then also uh, another angle of it uh, for me specifically, I come from a family of cops. Like, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but check this out. Uh, uh, my, my, on my dad's side, my uncle was head of the gang, gang task force in Portland, Oregon. My grandfather right. worked at the police station. Oregon, I know oh yeah. Like. They came up from LA back. This is back oh, in the day. I'm, okay. I'm an old man. There, there used to be this one white dude that was a blood and they called him big red. He had red hair. And so, so stupid. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so my uncle was a cop. My grandfather was a cop. My grandmother working, worked in the records department at the police station oh. on my mom's side. My grandfather came over from Ireland and was a police officer and then chief of police. Right. So I grew up around cops. And, uh, so it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's, I, I have to, um, sometimes check myself when you know it's it's uh that i don't get that kind of that all lives matter-ish thing when people are shitting on on cops where people are like look at these cops i can't i can't be like well no not all cops you know it's like yeah yeah. i know yeah it's tough man (laughs) yeah and my 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 uncle actually uh i i want to i was talking to kev about bringing him on ask if if he'll do it i didn't i never asked him but my uncle while he was on the police force, he actually went against another police officer, like in, in wow. court. And what's crazy is uh, 
he got demoted like that that you know what is it called the the blue line or what? yeah, blue What's line, the, yeah back to blue or something like that yeah yeah it, that's a real thing because when he went against like this other cop uh in court they demoted him and i think he ended up retiring early and i just i remember my grandmother was so upset because like our family had done so much for the police right. and yeah. here yeah and but, they didn't care yeah yeah right so i, I guess that's a long answer for <laughs> yeah so for you well what all do you do because i know you we, we see you do stand up we see you across all death we yeah. see you on uh, Aska, that, we yeah. see you on. So, are you primarily a stand-up? Is your primary than the creative is the rest? Like the yeah. So I, I um, before st- I mean, how far back do you want me to go? Hey, <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm also old. I'm an old man. Like I, <laughs> so it's like when I tell people like the stuff I've done in my past, people are like, "Dang, would, would you do it when you were two? And I'm like, "Nah, I'm just old." <laughs> uh, but I. So I worked in corporate America, like I was a operations manager at Yahoo, and then I was a director of technical support for this online data storage company in Boston. Uh, I taught MMA for 12 years. I had a martial arts school in Oregon for a couple of years. Um, and then I've been doing stand-up now for about 12 and a half years or 13 years. And, uh, but that, yeah, that's my, that's my income. Um, right. So I, I tour... Um, doing, you know, clubs around the country. I was actually in the middle of uh, like a six week tour in Massachusetts when the Corona thing all yeah. happened. And then that got cut short. And then uh, over the last, I guess, year and a half, I've been really trying to focus on like getting my social media game up. And I, you know, I yeah. looked at Kev uh, for input and advice yeah. and all that. So uh, right now, are you just, are you back on the road yet or not yet? No. So, uh, what was it about three or four weeks ago? I did, um, a club here in Phoenix. Uh, and that was my first time back at an actual club since March 15th. Um, and then I got offered work like right after that, but I, I wanted to take a, a couple weeks off to see if I, did I get, catch anything from that? Right. That, uh, yeah. and then my mom happened to die, which was so inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm ready for this special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys in bed? Yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. That's, that's why great. We, yeah, we just shoot from my bed, man. That's that great. He looks yeah. so comfortable. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so, um, let's go back to, uh, I guess, the whole racial thing. So, you tour with Kev a lot, I guess? Um, um, not, not a lot. Like, uh, So, Kev usually has uh, to hear more and Tony Baker tour with right. him. Um, and then, well, okay. So I, I kind of came up with Kev, like I started in Boston and then I was there for a couple of years. Then I went to Seattle for like four or five years. And then I moved to LA like five years ago, five or six years ago. But, um, like I remember the first time I saw Kev, it was at Nate Jackson's room in Tacoma. And like, we, we clicked right away. Um, I thought he, I was like, this guy is so likable. It's disgusting. Like he is so likable. (laughs) And, uh, and I like tried to, I got him gigs and stuff when we were in Seattle, when he was first starting out. And then, um, uh, but as far as now, so he usually to hear and Tony will go on the road with him. And um, at one point, remember Tony was getting sick or he was having dizzy spells. Right. And so when that happened, um, Kev was like, Hey, you want to, you want to come out and you can feature for me? I was like, yeah, of course I'm, I'm in. And then, uh, so I, I, there was a few dates I covered. I probably did like, yeah, you I actually maybe, can't. We actually went to your show. 
Yeah. Which where was it at? In that uh, was uh, Lafayette. Louisiana. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Right Very similar. Yeah, I remember the humidity. Oh yeah, <laughs> something oh, yeah. else. <laughs> I think you. I think you have boob sweat on your shirt. Oh yeah, that's how it is, man. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I would never say that to a, a, a lady. <laughs> oh, right there, you go. <laughs> Yeah, so oh, that's that funny. Yeah, exactly, there. exactly. That's <laughs> the only movie. clip. Is that you just cut that. Me going, <laughs> right. I think you have boobs. And then you yeah. just go, what did you say? Yeah, what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, do you find yourself when you're in front of, like, black audiences, do you read the room, per se? Like, if it's if you know, like, right now, everybody's upset about police brutality, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. If you were to go into a club, you know, with primarily – a black audience, would you kind of change your set to um, or? Good question. Uh, so, I mean, I have, um, I have jokes that I kind of, uh, like I, I might've done the joke where I say like, I, I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood, went to all black school, blah, 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 whatever white people say before they say something about black people, right? right? <laughs> but uh, I do that, I do that in white or black rooms. And um, uh, there's a comic that a long time ago, gave me advice where he was like he's like dude the jokes are the robert kelly's name's bobby kelly but he was like dude the jokes are the jokes you're gonna get what you're gonna get but um and i don't know if i necessarily like i I, there is times where i'll adjust jokes like for when i'm with kev we're doing churches and so i can't swear can't do sexual stuff um and so uh i'll adjust in that way but um i mean there's there's not a lot of jokes that i have that uh I mean, pretty much every joke I have, I would stand on it. You know, I would, I would, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, I didn't, right. I, don't, I don't mean that or whatever. Cause yeah. most of the time, everything I always, I've always said that anything I say on stage, it's either something that happened to me. So it's like a true story or it's something that I believe strongly in. Like the, right. uh, the extreme sports thing is it's like, it's a joke, but it's also got a message in there. Yeah. Right. And I definitely agree that I feel like we should not censor comedy. Like, I feel like, yeah. So many people take comedy out of context and don't. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's funny, first off, it's funny. Laugh. Yeah, and then, like, don't feel guilty about being funny, laugh, laughing yeah. when you want to laugh. Like, I never understood that. Like, people will literally find a funny Dave Chappelle clip, Andrew Schultz, uh-huh. you, Kev on stage, and they will find something that is slightly offensive. Yeah. It's still funny. Like, you know, is it still right. funny, though? Is it? did it make sense? Were they just saying something to be mean? Like, you know, it's so much that goes into a joke. Like it's not just somebody talking like. (laughs) Dude, it's, and it's uh, the, I mean, if it's a good comic, uh, which I like to think I'm a good comic, but like, if it's a good comic, you will, it's almost like a, a playing chess with the audience. Like you're three steps ahead. So like when I'm, if I'm doing a joke about something that I know can be a touchy subject, I will, within the joke, make sure all my T's are crossed, all my I's are dotted, so nobody can come back and be like, hey, what about this? And I'm like, oh, no, I addressed that when I said this. If oh, you yeah, I already told you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I already told you. Yeah. You weren't paying attention, and now yeah. you're mad. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> and so uh, I, I just, that's one thing. If, um, if I'm trying to, to uh, or if, if it's a subject that, could, that somebody could get offended at or whatever, I, I try and make sure it's, it's undeniable and every base is covered that they may try and attack it or, or get offended at it. You know? All right. So what, what's next for you? I mean, we're still kind of in the 
COVID thing where we're still somewhat in the police brutality, Black Lives Matter. We got elections coming. So what's next for you as a you know comedian right now? Like, um, so I'm right now. Uh, I actually this Monday, this coming Monday, I'm gonna. So as a comic, you, you know, unless you have a manager or agent, which I don't, uh, I. I, so I do everything on my own. So what that entails as a comic is, you know, during the week, you'll send out what's called a veils, which is like you're sending to a comedy club. You're saying like, hey, I'm, these are the dates I have open. If you have an opening there, I can work there. And then you figure it out and you're like, okay, cool. I'll be there the week of July, whatever. Right. So um, when all this stuff happened, I stopped sending the veils and my gigs all got canceled. So this coming Monday, I'm going to start sending out avails because clubs are starting to open up again. Um, But that'll be for most likely that'll be maybe for like October on It's not going to be like, Oh, okay, cool. Can you do something next week? It's going to be, you know, a couple of months. So that's one thing I'm doing. Um, And then uh, I, I'm about to get a place. I got to figure out where I'm going to move. I've been, (laughs) uh, since March of last year, uh, I've been homeless, but not in a bad way. <laughs> I, have to, I have to tell people, I always have to say it's not in a bad way, but I, my, I was living in Hawthorne in, uh, in California and, uh, my lease was up March of last year. And I, I put a bunch of my stuff in my buddy's uh, garage in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And right. when I'm in, when I'm in LA, I'll stay at his place. And then when I'm in Phoenix, I stay at my friend's place where I'm at right now. And then on the weekends, usually I'm at a club every weekend. So, you know, it's like, I'm only at, (laughs) only at these places two or three days. Um, But now I'm, uh, I'm going to get a place and I'm, I'm debating if it's going to be back in LA or Vegas, possibly maybe Vegas. Uh, Isn't, I mean, what what would be cheaper though? Vegas, right? Probably. Well, here's the, here's the advantage, like LA, you know, people like, Oh, you got to be in LA for auditions and all this stuff, which, I mean, I, I think this this pandemic really opened people's eyes that you don't have to be in L.A. I mean, like uh, like Kev's in L.A. because a lot of his guests and, and a lot of the people that he works with are in L.A. But I mean, he could what he's doing, he could do anywhere. Um, and so uh, with Vegas, like the cost of living is like you can get a three bedroom for like twelve to fifteen hundred. Right. Uh, it's um, it's got eight comedy clubs, which has shows usually seven nights a week. Um, so you have work there, and mm-hmm. then it's the cheapest airport to fly out of anywhere. So right. you know, and so all those things, I'm like, this might be, and plus it's like I think the the scene's kind of booming right now in Vegas. Right. Right. Yeah, that's cool, man. So um, are you guys still doing? So you're still doing your your podcast, right? Aska. Uh, the Aska, yeah. We actually yeah. we're doing next week. We have two um we're doing here i'll give you a little inside scoop um uh we're doing um i think these are the two we're doing next week somebody that had corona and like what their experience was it with it and then a buddy of mine uh ask a student of bruce lee's lineage a guy that studied under uh one of bruce lee's students i think my favorite so far it was hard to listen to but it had to be the witness protection. Oh yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. <laughs> that one yeah, was so weird, but like <laughs> I could not turn it off. Like Oh yeah. And that's a that's a buddy of mine. And yeah. uh and it's uh because I like think... Kel started getting nervous, like he didn't want to say too much. <laughs> You're looking at like hey, what what's going on here? <laughs> like 
Yeah, it was intense. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a link. I might, I think I put up, um, cause he did my podcast like years ago. Um, and, uh, the audio, it, it, his voice is disguised also, but I think it's better sounding. Okay. Um, I'll send you a link to that. I'll, I'll try and find it and send it to you. Cool. Cause that was interesting. Yeah. I, crazy. The one, only one I didn't like was the one with the <laughs> black Trump supporter. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it was the worst example of a black <laughs> Like it was like, you know, we, you guys were asking like legitimate questions and they kept, oh, you know, I you know, just the most <laughs> random answers. Yeah. Like it's uh yeah, I, was, I won't I won't say anybody specific. Uh <laughs> so I won't say this is necessarily about that guest, but just in general, it's um that's one of the most I guess frustrating things is like you're interviewing somebody and they they kind of are just like, eh, I don't know, you know, and you're like, well, <laughs> why are you here? Right. You know, you're, right. and, the, and then we can't, and it's also, the other part is like, there's definitely times where as you're interviewing somebody, you want to call them on something that you know is BS. BS, but, right. You but you know, the yeah. show's not about that. It's you know? not yeah. about being conversational, yeah. yeah. So you got to let them just spew whatever they're, if they're spewing something dumb and you're just like, Right, and I, All right. I, I let you, I watched you guys walk her into like a little, <laughs> it's like, it was almost like wasn't fair because you guys are smart, good with words and comedians. <laughs> so you guys were like setting her up for a punchline that never came. And I was like, oh, they about to, they about to kill her. Like, it was, it was brilliant, man. I'd say one of my favorites, um, just because uh, I didn't know him before and like I love him is uh, Dre. Uh, Ask a little person. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, oh, was, that, that was, was great. So funny. That was a great one. And he was somebody I liked because he didn't. He wasn't offended. And yeah. He, like, and he was informative. Yeah. And he didn't mind y'all asking him questions. I learned so much yeah. about how to approach to <laughs> approach people who are different just yeah. from that. Oh yeah, that ask the light. And I, I mean, I, we, Kevin, and I both, we learn stuff all the time. Like, um, I, one of the things uh, I've in explaining white privilege to somebody, uh, I got from doing the ask a person in a wheelchair, uh, <laughs> because she said we had able body privilege, and I had never even heard of that or knew what that was. Right. And she was like, because, and it, it all came from we, we didn't even think about how she getting into the house with stairs and everything. And she's like, and she goes, that's your able-bodied privilege. And I was like, whoa. Right. I was oh like, oh, okay, it's, it's, uh, it's like a thing you don't even recognize or think yeah. about. Right. You know? And uh, I, so I've used that, like some, you know, some of the stuff I'm posting, somebody will, you know, they always want to let you know when they're upset and they're going to unfollow you. And you're like, right. cool, all right, see cool. ya. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this guy was like, uh, I had posted, um, I was in a debate or whatever with this guy and I was posting the, um, that the crime rate is, uh, you know, or the sentences are like twice as long for black men versus white men for the exact same crime. Right. And this, this guy was like, well, what about, you know, women get even less. So is there female privilege? I go, Oh yeah, there's all kinds of privilege. Yeah, and then I went into the, explaining the able body privilege and, uh, yeah, it's, it's so funny though. Like the, the people that are at least, it's like okay, great. It's like, and it's also a weird thing. It's such a passive aggressive thing. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna unfollow you. That's why, yeah. Like, we're literally about to put out an episode, kind of talking about how cancel culture is a myth in a way. Mm. 
because I think the only person we've ever successfully cancel is R. Kelly, but we really didn't cancel him because people still listen to his music. And he was already he, he still, put everything he out. He probably already. can go on tour right now. And people Let's just be go. honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh Donald Sterling. But I mean I think he got paid still. He even still though he had paid. to sell yeah. it. Yeah. He sold he sold a team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's like yeah. it's like yeah. how do you cancel people that you didn't put yeah. in that place? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're canceled. Here's a billion dollars. Here's a billion dollars. Kelly, hey, you're canceled. Well, you went to jail. Right. But. but a lot of people who don't even like the people or support them be trying right. to cancel them. Like, it's like, Especially comedians. Yeah, like, people like, don't even don't know even the shows. Yeah. You don't even listen to their stand-ups and they're canceled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I remember Ari Shafir. You know, do you know who Ari Shafir is? I think so. He was the one that when Kobe passed, he was like, Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> And and he, like I'm I'm not friends with Ari. I mean I'm friendly with him. Like if I saw him, I'd say what's up or whatever. Um, I don't know him like intimately. I don't have his mm. number. But uh, he's I mean he's always been a person that pushes boundaries. And that his that whole thing like he does that when any time anybody really famous dies, he does the same thing. He, he oh, yeah. basically talks smack. But I remember when uh, he put out an album, and in the album he names a lady that's a comic that has one arm. And he's like, he's just like talking mad smack about her and saying like she was annoying, blah, blah, blah. And people were trying to get him canceled for that. And, uh, and he, he doubled down. He goes, uh, he said something like, hey, here's my, here's my video on, on uh, bullying or like, so, and he retweeted <laughs> his own video. And then he said something that it's pretty true. He's like, ah, you just, you just keep quiet. And then in, the, in two days, something else will come up, and that'll be the new thing. And in, exactly. you, you know, we've learned that we've over learned this that, past yeah. few months. We've Every, learned that, especially this past few weeks with the when everything was going on. It's yeah. like this person was canceled. The next day, it's a corporation. The next day, it's a different. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it was just like, hey, who's canceled today? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a. I mean, you like you think about that when um, some well. Not like, not like the comedy stuff I'm posting, but like I said, you know, like, am I doing enough or, uh, you know, if, as I post something, a, a funny video, are people going to be like, oh, really? You think it's time to make jokes and this and that? And the only thing I take solace in is just I know where my heart's at. And so, you know, I, I, I hope that, uh, you know, I hope it comes off the way it's meant to. Right. You know? right. Yeah. I and I also, sorry, I'm interrupting. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> also, the other thing is uh, I had a lot of people, um, a lot of people message me uh, saying like, I'm, I'm glad you're still doing like these funny videos. Cause I, I, I need these, you know, at different times, you know, black people and white people. And it, so it's like, it's like, all right, that, that makes me feel good that it's like, if it's helping people at all. Yeah, it helps man. Yeah, like, laughter is good, good for the soul. Good for soul man. Yeah. Look, yeah. last question. Then, you know, we'll let you go. I need your top five, man. <laughs> top five comedians. Uh, after myself, <laughs> no, uh, well, there's, there's, I'll just tell you, God, every, I'm realizing every question you ask me, it's like, it's so long-winded. Like, there's an old saying that uh, you ask a person what time it is, and they tell you how to build the watch. Right. <laughs> but right. Uh, um, uh, some advice I heard a long time ago, this guy said, uh, when people ask you who's your favorite comic, if you are not your own favorite comic, change your act. And I always mm. was like, oh, that's right. dope. But uh, I would say... Patrice O'Neill, uh, right. I would put up there. Um, 
this comedian out of Maine I worked with, uh, and a lot of these are from like my experience working with them or seeing them in person. Uh, there's a comedian out of Maine named Bob Marley, uh, white dude um, that he, I worked with him, I'd worked with him a few times, but I, I watched him do an hour and I was just like, I was like, do we even do the same thing? This guy is on such a <laughs> level and he works clean now. Um, so I put those two, these won't be in any order. Um, uh, Joan Rivers, I'd put up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she was fearless and I, I don't think she gets enough credit for what she did for, for female comics and mm-hmm. comics in general. Right, yeah. um, let me see, who else? Um, man, uh, do I put, let me think. I like, I like Burr a lot. I like Bob Kelly. Robert Kelly is, oh man, he's a tags on tags. Um, Mm -hmm. Chappelle, of course. Uh, Man, Mm, I got a name. I got to pick it too. All right. Um, (laughs) Chappelle, I put Chappelle up there. And, uh, and one last one. Oh man. You know what? Uh, Just because I loved him growing up and watching him with my pops, Don Rickles. Okay. Don Rickles. Uh, Did you ever watch Don Rickles? I did. I know it is, but yeah, yeah. me too. But that's that's for the old. (laughs) And you and you talk about somebody that probably would get canceled now, like because his whole shtick was basically just ripping on people, and he would he would I mean he would rip on people about race. He was a Jewish dude. He would you know rip on Jewish people, um, (laughs) and just fearless and uh my buddy uh, i'll just tell you a quick story unless you want me to shut up no he's good man (laughs) so so he's known as the he's the insult comic right so my buddy um who was a comic at the time mike cummings went to go see him and in the middle of don rickles show he calls people on a couple people on stage my buddy mike happened to be one of them so he's got his arm around him and he's like he's like oh so what do you do and mike's like oh i'm a comic and then he, in the microphone to the audience, he'll say something, insult him, rip on him. People are laughing. And as people are laughing, he leans over and he's like, stay with it. Keep going, man. You're going to be great. You're going to be great. Back in the mic, rips on him. Look at it. You know, he's fat, blah, 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 blah. People laugh. He's like, I'm telling you, you can do this. Like, <laughs> and I hilarious. thought that was, that's such a great story. And, and right. he's, he was known for being like the insult comic and an offstage, just like the nicest dude. Right. Yeah. I put I put that's my five. I'll shut up. Got you. <laughs> well, look, man, I appreciate the time. Yes, um, thank you. Thank you for was, having me, man. Thank no, I, I was like, up. nobody ever asks an Asker host right. to uh, to talk. You yeah, know? Like, nobody ever interviews. Them. Yeah, like these are the funniest people ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to hear their takes on what's going on. So, I appreciate the time, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Cool. And what, what's your, all your stuff for people? Uh, Big Irish J on everything. On Big everything? Irish J A Y. Yeah. Cool. Bigirishj.com, everything. Sounds good, all right. man. When's this come out? Uh, I don't know yet. So all she's right. about to have a baby. Yeah, in like a week uh, and a half. In a week. So, so probably sometime. Congrats. Thank you. No, don't say it. <laughs> 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 but no, it'll probably come out either next week or, yeah, probably next week just to stay relevant. Oh, and, oh yeah. Uh, I'll definitely let you know. I'll make some promo and all that, you know. For sure. I mean, if you could postpone the the birth. I know, right? <laughs> that <kidding>. was, hey. <laughs> yeah. We had control. Yeah, yeah I mean, just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, man. you guys be safe. Uh, we'll do. You know, dude, it's so crazy that, like, I've always said that to people. Like, I'll be like, hey, be safe. 
and it was always kind of like a I'll be safe, you know, yeah, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Now it's like, now, no. be safe. As yeah. being yeah. black, be safe, please. Be safe, right? It's it's oh, nuts, yeah. dude. Same <laughs> thing, man.